Scary, Dodson. Feeling a bit scared. A bit scared, not scary. It's well, I mean, it's getting spooky season. You gotta watch out. Gotta watch your back for the. Uh, you never know when you're gonna get spooked. Let's just say. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta watch your back. Always be on lookout for a spook. You, you, you <laughs> might get spooked. You might be around any corner. You're gonna get spooked. I'd watch your back. Keep your eyes peeled. Keep your eyes peeled. So what have you been up to anyway? Because it feels like. Ages since we actually caught up. It's been a while. Recording. It has been a while. It's been, uh, well, it's just been slow, really. Just been working. Um, not much else has happened, really, to be fair. Just been getting ready for spooky season, as always. Preparing myself mentally for the spooks. I mean, you say that nothing else has happened, but literally the other day, we went for a, a wander. Socially the- distance <laughs> wander. It was socially distance. It was also the first meetup of members of the podcast since uh, since coronavirus. It was. I know. It was. It was a bit strange because uh, we haven't seen each other in ages. Like it's it's a bit weird to think that's the first time we've seen each other in the flesh since we started doing this. I know. It, particularly considering we had completely all those excluded. Well, you were only excluded because you're you're living in fucking Mordor now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the end of the earth. You get you're at the other end of the earth, pretty much. Yeah, I was when I was on the way down. I was getting the train with my mum, and then um, she's like, "Oh, is a is Plymouth the last stop then, or is there anything beyond that?" I was like, "If you if you go beyond, mum, you're in the sea. Like, <laughs> where are you gonna go? France. Yeah, you, you get the Euro starts France. Nice Channel one. Islands and then France. Yeah, it literally is back and beyond." the end of the earth it feels like i was always a little bit disappointed that the Eurostar didn't re-emerge on the channel islands and then just dip back down under the sea <laughs> just do a quick stop yeah well I, i'm I, <laughs> the thing is, I say i was always disappointed i do i do mean when i was younger but i just think that'd be quite sick have a bit of a roller coaster section for anyone who wants mm. to get on at like guernsey it does well... a loop the loop at guernsey <laughs> and then <laughs> carries on anyway what have you been up to, Hilton? Uh, well, aside from a, a delightful little visit to, to Mr. Thomas Dodds in, in the Peak District. Peak District, uh, yeah. Yeah, I've, 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 been, I've been ticking myself over. I've got a... Yesterday, I was doing a, a photo shoot for a clothing company that I'm, I'm running with a, a mate of mine from, from school. Shout it out. Uh, I'll give it a big shout out to Imperium Fitness and Clothing. You can find us on Instagram, Imperium Shameless. FM. <laughs> absolutely shameless I have absolutely no shame release is coming up soon and although to be honest by the time this episode comes out god knows where where we'll be with the clothing we might have already sold out but um, yeah that, that's been a, a nice project I'm actually wearing the stash right now oh, yeah. all of it all of it I'm, I'm wearing two items of stash I bet, Just two. Tights. I bet it's the tights the tights and a tank top 
Uh, <laughs> I wish. I had to, actually, to be fair, on that, I had to model the the vest because we uh, we, uh, we we had ironically that the, the man himself, Mr. Johnny Garrity, was was uh, was handpicked because we needed somebody bigger than me to to model a vest, and uh, we, we we asked Johnny if we'd do it. And then, due to some very valid reasons, he was he was unavailable. So I I had to to model it. And aside from not being very photogenic, I'm also incredibly socially awkward when it comes to photos. So <laughs> when we were doing the pictures, I didn't get an awful lot of direction onto what I had to do. So I had to try and make it up. And like everyone else who modelled for us was so like there were nice naturals at it. They were. They were at ease behind the camera. Mm. I'm just like, if we've got one when I'm not like blinking or dribbling, we'll use that. <laughs> <laughs> You're just tensing the shit out of your arms, basically, are you? Just like... Definitely got in a session before to try and get a pump on. I took a dumbbell along but didn't use it because in the end I thought oh, that would be a bit peak. That's so nausea of you to do that. <laughs> But I didn't. I'd like to clarify. I didn't use it. But the God worst, tier nose. One one of the photos that um that Matt, who's the, the 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 other fellow director for the company, he sent me one. And it, to be fair, it looked it looked quite good. Apart from the fact that I've got a massive deficiency in skin pigment, I do look slightly albino. Just um, edit it. Give yourself a turn. Yeah. Oh, we will be editing it. But the Don't thing that come we, out in the edit. The thing that we can't really edit is the fact that they pick one when I'm not tensing. So, oh. we're like, well, noodle arms are going on right there. But to be fair, if, it, if, it, if it's a good photo, it's a good photo. So, um, nah, you can edit that. What just oh, no. I... is it fireworks? No, it's not. Is it? <laughs> no, why is fireworks? I just made that up. <laughs> what are you on about? Oh, fireworks. The fireworks is a thing, though. But what's that for? I definitely meant Photoshop anyway. <laughs> you can edit on that because we did it in IT in year 10 and I made my biceps look massive <laughs> the only editing I can do is like Microsoft Paint <laughs> I don't think I'll be anywhere near just like cut out go on like someone who's immensely ripped just cut out their arms and just stick them on your body I'll send you mine if you want <laughs> behave yourself <laughs> <laughs> what I did say was um <laughs> We could always get a sharpie and draw a six pack on me, like we used to do for a for socials. Uh, yes, know. yes. <laughs> Un- unnamed, nondescript socials. What's the point of doing that if you're in a vest, though? Yeah, well, just pull pull the vest up, get a nice, uh, nice six pack shot. I don't know, candid, be quite kawaii. Ooh, ooh, yeah, so um, I've been keeping busy with that. Um, I did just want to say one thing that, like like I've alluded to, God knows when this podcast is going to come out, but as we're recording it, uh, it's Lucy's sister's birthday, and she listens to every single podcast when she's on a on a, a morning paper route. So I, I did just think I'd give her a shout-out. So happy birthday, Nell. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Even though this will come out at Halloween, so... Happy oh, belated birthday. It gets spooked on the paper round. It's spooked get, on the paper round. Get jumped. The, the sentiment was there. Um, <laughs> should we get right into it then? You've both right into some it. 
Halloween-related stuff to dish out and spook people with. I don't know who wants to start. You can decide amongst yourselves. I don't mind starting. I've yeah, Hilton, you could go oh, first. Take us away then, Hilton. What have you got? What I've got for you is facts and knowledge. Facts so, and logic. The very same. Have either of you boys heard of the folklore, legend, whatever you want to call it, Bloody Mary? Yes. Yes. Good. Know all about it. So uh, there's there's no need for me to continue here. <laughs> right, I'll, I'll go then. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so basically, Bloody Mary is this ritual, supposedly, where you get in a dimly lit room. It used to be candle lit. Now nobody uses candles, so you just turn the dimmer switch down or everyone turns off their iPhone torches. And then you stand in front of a mirror. And depending on the version that you've been introduced to, you chant Bloody Mary either between three or 13 times. It varies within cultures. Which... 13? Bloody hell. Well, I mean, I think that's a lot of commitment, personally. That is. It is. I thought it was, I thought it was going to be like three to five. Not going to no, lie. So what if you were expecting it to be on 13 as well, but it's actually on three? So when you said it the third time, it just happens. Because that would be even mm. scarier, because then you get the jump scare of it as well. You would absolutely keck yourself if that happened. Um, but, 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 but your ass. So, <laughs> so you chant this how many times and then a cocktail magically appears in your hand then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that tastes <a> surprise. <laughs> Supposedly what happens alongside the, the tasty surprise is that um, Bloody Mary appears in the mirror and then chefs you and whatever sometimes you get cursed sometimes you get cut up sometimes they just stand there and stare at you but a good old spooking then yeah really the the trick of trick or treat quite a big variance you either get spooked or you get your limbs chopped off there's no middle ground either it doesn't seem uh, worth the risk that's where you would have been wrong back in the day because it turns out where this rituals come from is that young women used to be encouraged to do this because it would allow them to catch a view of their future husband's face. So that was the the trade-off, that sometimes you'd get Bloody Mary, but sometimes, if you were lucky, you'd be able to see the face of your future husband. Obviously, that's not very inclusive, so now we'll, we'll also accept future husband or future wife. Um, or life partner, you can choose. But it would turn out that there's actually some science behind Bloody Mary, which is why I wanted to bring it to you. Surely thought, not. Science. Surely not. Well, gen- genuinely, it's, I mean, it is bollocks, but also it's kind <laughs> of... The, the, the science is real, but the, the Bloody Mary, like, you're not going to get eaten. Anyone who said that some guy has bounded out of the mirror and just clarted them, they're wrong. They're, they are <laughs> chatting out of their backside. Um, basically, it turns out that there is actually a reasonable body of, um, of scientific evidence that suggests that if you stare into a mirror in a dimly lit room for a prolonged period of time, it can cause you to hallucinate. So hmm. certain features on another person who might be in the room can appear to melt or distort, similar to if you're on sort of a mild psychedelic trip. 
and there's a there's fair there's there's fairly extensive research on this, but it's been quite aptly called the strange face illusion uh, by a study at the University of Urubino, which God knows where that is. Um, but there you go. The strange face illusion is the idea of that. And mm-hmm. apparently that is a phenomenon related to what's called troxless fading. So Troxus fading, for those who, like me, had never heard of Troxus fading before we did a quick Google search on this, is an optical illusion where if you stare at a certain point for a reasonable period of time and that stimulus is unchanging, so say you look at a doorknob, the doorknob's not going to move. You're just staring at that. Certain features around that doorknob might disappear or appear to fade away from your field of view because you're focused on one thing only. So you stop noticing stuff in your peripheral vision. Mm-hmm. Or apparently, the way this strange face illusion works is almost the converse of that, that if you're focusing on something, your brain in the sort of fight or flight mentality that's inherent to humans perceives something that isn't a threat as a potential threat. So there's something completely benign in your peripheral vision in this dimly lit room and you piece that together as potentially looking like a person. And the reason that the, the whole Bloody Mary thing was like, oh, they're, they're contorted or like they look like a witch or a corpse or whatever is because mm-hmm. your brain can't fully put together a detailed picture. So it kind of gets halfway there, hence the strange face aptly named. I thought that was quite cool. Mm. And thought, right, mm. that's the end of it. That's that's Bloody Mary sorted. There's one clear explanation. We know what's going on. Wrong. Turns out that's only option A of two. So option B is that there's the the idea that if you stare at a certain point and you're you're chanting a name and you've got rich illicit surroundings, so you've got everyone is buying into the idea that if you're doing this, something's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. you might be able to self-hypnotize yourself. Um, the idea that we could get some Darren Brown looking ass shit going on just by random people looking in the mirror and chanting a name, I think is a little bit far-fetched. But apparently it is possible because auto-suggestion is a psychological technique related to the sort of placebo effect. Mm-hmm. And- <laughs> it does allow you to put yourself into a sort of self-hypnotized state. It's what people use when they're on stage and they're, they're trying to hypnotize a whole crowd and then like three people from the crowd randomly get picked out. Well, they're the ones who are normally the most suggestible because most people it doesn't work at all on. But then mm-hmm. the three people in the crowd that it would work on out of say like a couple thousand, he then pulls them up and it, it makes it look like he's a magician but actually it's just those people who are suggestible enough to put themselves into a state of self self-hypnosis if my brain will allow me to speak um so I, I can i can leave you with those two but whether you want to go down the auto suggestion route or the weird face appearing because of truckless fading sort of idea turns out you can explain bloody mary so 
that gets. I didn't even realise that self hypnosis would actually be a thing. Because I'd have imagined you would have been aware that you were trying to hypnotise yourself, mm. and then your brain would react to that rather well, than being susceptible to it. Apparently, people use it as a technique to. So, have you ever seen? I don't know if David Blaine's actually done this himself, but when people jump into, he must have done actually. When people jump, yeah, David into Blaine does everything. Well, I mean, he he tied himself to the, the, those balloons, didn't he? And was like mm. flying around recently. But if somebody jumps into a cold, like a like an ice cold pool of water, and then they can slow their breathing down and sort of put themselves into a meditative state so that they can mm. cope with it, that's a kind of self hypnosis. It's just extreme discipline. It's like if your parents ever say to you when you're cold, "Oh, think warm thoughts," and then sometimes it works. Only briefly. Nobody else's parents say that? No. Oh, well. <laughs> warm thoughts. Warm thoughts. It's just, I am warm. I am warm. I am warm. I'm by I... the fire. <laughs> <laughs> I actually Listening to a book. Work. Reading a book. To a book. <laughs> Listening to the rustle of his pages. Yeah, just sort of like fluttering it at you. Yeah. Oh, Christ alive. Um, now, I do think... Um, I do think you probably... Like, people do have the... Well, you would have the power to like make yourself believe stuff. I reckon I reckon that, that could happen. I reckon that happens, actually, in a lot of cases where people, like, even with ghosts and stuff, like, where people just, work, like, will themselves to see it, and then, like... Yeah. Well, the idea that you can sort of tell yourself something enough and then it happens it's kind of applicable to a lot of elements of life that if you te- if you tell yourself that you should be stressed about something you'll feel stressed yeah so in the same vein i suppose it's not a massive leap to tell yourself that if you can see something you then think you can see it so mm. there have been occasions where i've because uh, i'm not good with horror movies i i nah. struggle with and when I was younger and I watched the paranormal activity films for the first time, they shat me up. So if I saw something in the corner of my room when all the lights were off and I was like, hmm, that could just be a pile of clothes on a chair or or it could be some demon Donny staring back at me. Mm. And then your brain, even though it knows that there's nothing there, tells yourself that there could be. It's like me with the woman in black. That film shit me up for about a month. It's like you think you see something, but then the only way you avoid being under the influence of the woman in black is by not looking at her and closing mm-hmm. your eyes. So it's like stuck in the middle, like limbo of whether to open my eyes or not. Yeah. Stay safe for a whole month. It was awful. I haven't, I haven't seen it, to be fair. Like... It's not even that scary. It's just got is jump it... scares in it. Well, I was going to say, I, I didn't find it very scary because when I watched it, I watched it with a, with form, former guest of the show, Mr. Oliver Risk. Um, <laughs> I think I think Ollie came up with this uh, initially. There was that scene where you can see the woman in black outside in like the the build up to the house. It was kind of marshy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. If they, it got nicknamed Poo Child. Yeah, because they they all come out of the the swamp, <laughs> don't they? All look like they're covered in shit. Okay, well, that would be why I couldn't even remember two kids, almost. So, 
so because every time something scary was going on, one of both of us would be like, "Well, it's poo child again." Just didn't find it scary. We we we, uh. we whipped it into into being. We were no longer scared of it. Poo child creeping out the swamp. That should be your nickname, Doctor. <laughs> oh, shut up, man! <laughs> <laughs> Will that make it into the edit? <laughs> yes. Jesus. <laughs> dear, dear me. Um, it's been a while. Let's just say it's been a while. Nave done a good job. He's <laughs> graduated into 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 the adult life. Yeah, I have. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> getting there. We're getting there. So we're thinking. Bloody Mary could just be people convincing themselves and hypnotizing themselves and staring at things for too long. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure which of the two explanations I favor, but I find could be a combination people. of both. It could be. It, I mean, maybe if you are overly suggestible, you're more likely to to be influenced by something like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> That that's what I brought you boys. It's a, a nice little explanation rather than a, a conspiracy, which mm. I feel is switching it up a bit because we quite often talk about things where there is no answer, there is no proper explanation for it. So I thought every now and again I'll give you something that's that's got some feasible explanations to them. It's nice to not just stick strictly to conspiracies that can't be explained sometimes, to be fair. We're all about mystery now. We're not. We we've expanded. And or facts and logic. We need to get a a podcast van. Actually, call it the Mystery Machine. Can we get a podcast dog as well? I just basically, I just, I just want to be Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. We need. We need. Can we get a dog though. Can we call it Scrappy Doo? Because Scrappy Doo is far better than Scooby Doo. Nah, not in that Monsters Island film. Yeah, because he makes himself big. Yeah, he's a he's a cock, isn't he? In that he's a little shit, but and they kick him out at the end. I quite like him. That he's was got such character. a weird... that was such a weird turn. Was <coughs> in all the cartoons, Scrappy was this lovable, kind of playful mini Scooby, and then they turned him into a supervillain. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. I think, I think it was it was quite a good one. It was uh, it brought. Well, it was subverting expectations, wasn't it? In the movie, if you watched it then. I didn't like how much he pissed as well. He pissed on everything and everyone. Yeah, it was. Those those films were a bit Strange weird. Strange looking back, yeah. It's like I watched The Cat in the Hat, the, the um, Doctor, like the film version. And oh, it's just, no, that's, I love that. It's it just, is a good film. It's a good film. I, well, it's like it's good because it's objectively bad. It's just, it's yeah. just like a, obs- it's just like such an ob- obscure, like fever dream of like, like trying to be a kids' film, but also like, uh, like blatantly like not being a kids' film as well. Like, it's such a weird film. Like, I think that's why I like it because it's just so weird. Like, <laughs> I think you've hit you've hit the nail head on there in that basically. It's good because it's crap. Like, yeah. There's no other way of yeah. putting it. It's never going to win an Oscar, but <laughs> there's so many memes that came out of it, like the one with the baseball bat. The one with the baseball bat, yeah. Uh, I, have, I have a lot of time for that. What have you just put in the chat here? Uh, just, just something related to, to our... Uh... Babe, my gym misses me. What? 
Look! Look! Look at his! Look at his arms! It's like <laughs> you need arms like that, Hilton. <laughs> Illegal injections is one of the tags. Just for the for the listeners that that can't see what we're looking at, Dodds is linked as this Reddit post captioned, "I have to go now, babe. My gym misses me." And this guy has got biceps the the size of a small hog, <laughs> and they're quite clearly the result of severe. Amounts of collagen injections. They do. They look like they're about. You know that Doctor Who where those little animals come out the fat. They look like they're about <laughs> to like, like oh, separate. Yeah. yeah, separate from his body and become a whole new in- entity. Like it's pretty gross. The thing is, I feel like if if it's separated from the shoulder down, it would already be the size of a small child. There can't be any in them. That must just be all. Yeah, it is. The thing is, the rest of him looks quite big. So he, he could down, be a little bit of muscle there. But he's just overdone it. It's like he's got two mega mind foreheads on each other. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's awful. It is like awful. I go into the, it'd be like Popeye going to the doctors. And they're just like, well, surely that's a tumour. <laughs> <laughs> You've got two cancerous growths growing on your arms. Well, I'm not happy, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Dodzy, I just thought, I just thought what it was have you got? So. Well, it's about cancerous arms, <laughs> more about spooky season. Well, Hilton, Hilton has uh, divulged in a, a bit of a trick, almost. So I've gone for a, the more uh, treat side of things today, and oh, also linking linking back to what was said before. It's all about tasty surprises as well. Um. So it seems like pretty much every year we get round to this time of time of the year, October, and obviously everyone one of the main main uh, practices or activities that people like to do, probably not this year. I'm I'm thinking they're gonna actually ban it this year to be fair, but this year, trick or treating, everyone loves to go out, get dressed up, and children go around the local neighborhood. Asking for sweets, goodies, pretty much. I mean, it's they should just call it treating because no one ever gets tricked. Like, um... <laughs> to be fair, that's a valid point. I want, I wanted to raise this. In popular opinion, they should rename it just treating. Like, it shouldn't be called trick or treat because no <laughs> one is gonna, no one gets tricked. Like, you exactly. might get like the odd, odd, like one. Um, one case the Daily Mail will find like like outraged mum my child got egged by six thugs or something <laughs> like that. The thing is, if it was the Daily Mail, you you just know that they'd turn it into some sort of wannabe hate crime. Yeah, it was like the woman's the woman said they were all in masks and they all looked like they were under the age of certain and these these disgraced youths and then they'd allude to like the mall having like different skin colors or some bollocks like that. Like it actually sounds anyway. like it would be written in crayon in the sun. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> it'd be one of those. It'd be one. Of, it wouldn't be like main story. It'd be one of those letters sent in by like by like people by like boomers who think they're trying to be funny but they're not. Like that's the worst section of the Daily Mail because I, when I go to my grandma, she always gets the Daily Mail. And by far, like you get all the shit in the front, but then you get to the like the back pages, and they have like the section where people send things in, and there's like just one bit which is straight to the point, and it's all just 
mild, like slightly racist, very far, very r- right wing sort of stuff that doesn't make any sense at all. And like that's where it would come under, I think. But otherwise, you fun of Halloween. Anyway, we've divulged from the subject greatly. So every year, trick or treating, blah blah blah. Every year, usually around about this time, one of the media outlets runs a story along the lines of my child got my or or someone um, or some organization warns about the hazards of trick or treating, mainly being don't accept sweets from strangers because they'll either contain poison, drugs, or needles, or some sharp objects. Now, the thing, like, when you look into the stats of it, it's actually incredibly rare for this to actually happen. So it's it's interesting how how prolific it is every year that we hear a story like this. Um, I know the... I know, even more, even more so in this time and age that the uh, news outlets are looking for a story to run, and this is this is pre- pretty much easy clicks for them. Like if they run this every year, they're going to get loads of clicks. But it's it's very interesting to see that the, this rarely ever happens. I mean, I say here that on the Wikipedia page that it happens maybe once or twice a year, and very more often than not, it's done by parents or other other people associated with the, the victim's family who are either playing a prank or are trying to trying to harm their children pretty much. So there's cases here where they try to basically kill their children to get life insurance uh, payouts and stuff like that. Or they use it as a cover-up for a crime that's already happened. So in most cases, it's people close to the family I guess that's the main point. It's in most cases, it's people close to the victim who do it to the to the victim. Like they put they like taint the uh, taint the sweeties with uh, cyanide or some other form of poison. So it's just interesting to go back and think where did this myth come from? That well, I mean, every other day of the year you get told you shouldn't accept candy from strangers, and then on this day of the year you go around accepting candy from strangers. So. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of it like that, but that's actually <laughs> true. Like, so, never trust strangers. Nah, you can probably consume that. Yeah, so I guess, I guess, I mean, in the UK, when I've always done it, we do it in like our little village, and we sort of know everyone in the village, and we know like for all these sixty and seventy year olds, they're not going to put poison in the candies. But this, but I mean, I know in like the US, they go like full hog, and those people like. Hauling round like sacks full of sweets and stuff like that. So, and I mean, in even in like American shows, they go to different neighborhoods just to get more sweets and stuff like that. So, you're not gonna know everyone in your neighborhood, I guess. So it is sort of like, well, why would you go around asking for sweets for strangers? So this of it though, like when you when you go around and you do the the trick or treating in America with strangers. Because they're more prone to a, a nasty little trick, perhaps, mm. is the element of like you don't know the kids, so they might pose a threat. Yeah, part of the reason they go to see them. Because if you if you went round your village, like say you egged some seventy year old deer's house, they'd mm. know it was you. Whereas if you went somewhere that they didn't know you, perhaps that's why they do it. Yeah, I think if we go back to 
the origins. So around about the time of the Industrial Revolution, a lot of people, well, before the Industrial Revolution, everyone was pretty much making their food either in-house or they were going to, like, the local baker to do it. And then Industrial Revolution came around and you've got these huge factories which are making huge amounts of food, pretty much. And we all know we all know about the cases of what they used to put in foods, like, well, I mean, they used to put cocaine in, in um, oh, and Coke. Coca-Cola, and yeah, you could. I mean, this is Industrial Revolution. You can imagine they did some. They weren't the hygiene standards weren't up to the standards of today. So, I guess it sort of stems from that. But then, I guess the other thing is like it mainly. I guess it became more mainstream in the mid nine mid seventies um, and eighties, really, or sixties. In the in the late latter half of the twentieth century, when people I guess started um, distrust distrusting the world around them, like, I guess that's when you started seeing all these sort of conspiracy theories. And um, there's a couple of couple of things that in the media, like the Watergate scandal and all the lies around Vietnam. Again, I know this is very much America centric, but this is you don't really hear about it here. It's always in America that you hear it about if you're gonna someone's going to get poisoned it's just very much distrust against the the wider distrust against well um simply your neighbor rather than everyone else if you get me so what you're saying is that watergate directly contributes to spiking halloween yeah pretty much um (laughs) (laughs) that is a hell of a well that's just well the thing is the thing is i guess my point is that even though this is quite a tri- almost trivial matter, it sort of rounds up the sort of distrust people have for others in the neighborhood, like their neighbor or people close to them, that they'd go out to harm harm their children. And as as the Wikipedia article says, it's like it plays into a lot, two of the major themes of may of a lot of um, urban legends, which are danger to children and the contamination of food. So this is like someone who believes in urban legends wet dream to be fair like um but although it's been quite prolific i mean there hasn't been that many huge cases around it there's been a couple of times that people it has happened but more often than not it's been either used as a cover-up for murders or what have you or cover-up for accidents where someone's forgotten to take their medication and whatnot, um, or it's been directed at someone rather than just being, oh, I'm just going to hand this co- poison out to all these people, all these so kiddies. Someone's targeted a specific. Yeah, person. it's more targeted rather than being like out, 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 um, like that. Um. It says here that most of them are sharp, usually sharp objects, and there's very little. Um... How do you hide a sharp object in a sweet? Depends how big the sweet is. Like, yeah, oh, if is you it have a like strawberry a... lace or is it a knife? Well, have you seen those uh, Toblerones at the at the airport? So those massive, like meter long ones. You could, yeah. Them... yeah, yeah. But who's giving out one of them on a trick or treat? <laughs> You'd be quite I mean, lucky if be, you got one of them. Be class, but I went. I went on Amazon and those cost like hundred pound, over a hundred pound for one of yeah, them. Yeah, they're so expensive. Okay, You're not well, getting what, one of them. 
unfortunately. You could still you could still like put a needle inside a Mars bar. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like if you got like I don't know what they're called, but one of those tubes, it's like it's like a big long red tube and then it's got like almost like sherbet through the middle. And then it's got the red there's like sort of tube things. You could insert a needle right down the middle of there pretty much. No one would notice, I don't think. So they've eaten it and it's stabbed the top of the mouth. I bite my way through strawberry pencils though, so Yeah. I'd crunch down on something hard and be like, hmm, this isn't right. Like, who's swallowing a straw? If, if you deep throat a strawberry pencil, you deserve it to have a needle in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess the thing is, like, a lot, even if you do get a sharp object in candy, it's not going to, it's unlikely to kill you. I guess the poison poison side of it is more likely to kill you, but it's the, the risk is pretty much minimal, I'd say. Um, we only the only two major sides where this has been true. I remember a couple of years ago in I think it was Australia where they found a load of needles and a load of strawberries, which was a bit strange. Like, what in actual strawberries? Yeah, they found needles in the strawberries. Hmm. And it's then, such, like, it's such a niche market. Like, strawberries aren't exactly like something that everyone eats every day. So what, are they attacking middle-class people specifically? Mm. You'd be pretty disappointed if you got a strawberry in a trick-or-treat as well, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think you would. <laughs> I, do, I do like a good strawberry, but if I yeah. got instead of, I don't know, like a mini Milky Way bar, I'd be a bit devastated. You would be. Yeah. And then the other case was in just the in Japan. I watched a video on this recently. It was some terrorist group claimed that you know it's like the japanese brand that make mikado i think yeah i can't remember what they're called they publicly said that they'd they'd sent a letter to all the media saying that they'd put a load of poisoned uh poison boxes on the on the um on the shelves and that they were going to harm the public and then they re so basically they recalled everything and found that they hadn't done it but they did it but then there was um like a couple like a year or so later they did the same thing but they 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 went through with their threat this time but they put labels on the packaging which sort of which didn't really make any sense so it's just it was just more of I think it was more of look at us doing this rather than a uh, like caught look the, at the us actual, causing all this the actual company no the no the no. organization picked out certain. Like like the certain brand and then did it yeah. to death. No, it wasn't. Right. It wasn't like the I severely misheard them. Yeah. Like, why are they doing that? What is the benefit of that? Imagine if instead of doing their um, you know how with cream eggs they do a white chocolate cream egg, and if you find it, you win like a million quid. Yeah. Imagine you've got one laser yeah. and I. They just lob one in, and see if you find it. <laughs> They'll compensate your family with like a few million quid if you die of it. This one's the poisonous one. You've won a prize. Would you make it a different colour? If you if you were loving a poisoned cabru cream egg in? It'd have to be green. <laughs> I swear I did do like a green cabri cream egg at some point. No. Did they? I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it, we'll have a look. Because I don't remember it, but um Okay, I Google green green Cadbury cream egg. Oh no, no they did. You're kind of right. Yeah, they had um, a Halloween one, yeah. a scream egg, and the chocolate, yeah, was like milk chocolate. 
but inside instead of it being yellow and white, it was green and white. Ew. Looks horrible. That looks really distrusting. It does look great, rank. I kind of like... want one, though. Oh, I don't. There's something else on here, though. A, a goosed egg, rather than they put three O's, so it's goosed. Oh, clever. I respect that. So it, it's stupid. Oh, I'm uh, I'm sorry. Oh. You don't win a million quid if you find a white chocolate cream egg. You win £10,000. Oh, it's not that good, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen it because I googled it. A million quid. <laughs> I know. I did think that was a bit much. Like, I knew it was a lot of money because I remember, like, when we were at uni, and Spa used to sell cream eggs for fifty p each. I used to just go and farm some of them back when back when I was chunky Hilton. I, uh, chunky. I, <laughs> I used to scram my way through like before Monday night training. I'd have like three or four of them one point because i was just on campus i was like well i need some energy but i don't want to have a full meal so i just scram some cream eggs <laughs> can we also have an official petition for them to start selling cream eggs year round at the same price that they sell them at east they are sold year round they seem to be pretty <laughs> much year round anyway like literally like you can buy a cream egg whenever uh, where i've <laughs> just been from the shop i don't know about shop but i mean you could definitely get them on uh online but i don't want to go that far i don't want to bulk order them online what if i get a poison box i should get them off wish be well cheap yeah <laughs> get them off wish i spent 42 pound on wish last night oh what? god um just like fakes of stuff oh well fake yeezys fake yeah Yeezys. yeah the croc ones they aren't crocs but they're like crocs I'm glad you spent your money wisely, I guess. <laughs> you can buy a uh, Cadbury cream egg on the um, Cadbury gift section for 58p. Or you can get a box. You can get a 48-pack for 27.84 or a 12-pack for 668 mm. mm. It's not bad. It's not bad. Um. Right, so Wish isn't a bargain for cream eggs because you can get a pack of 48 for £42. Mm. I'd go to hell. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a bargain at all. They'll probably turn cow. up. They'll probably turn up and you'll break them open and there'll be like a load of uh, invasive species inside them or something like that. Like They just all start crawling out. You'd, you'd buy them and then you'd get them and then you'd wrap, wrap them and it'd actually be duck eggs or some some like quail eggs or something like that. Like I was going to say, imagine <laughs> that they packaged up a box of Cadbury's cream eggs, but it was real eggs that they just painted brown. Because at least one person would <laughs> chew it. That sounds Fun like um, as well. sounds like Jack Bowden's wet dream, that. <laughs> Absolutely no one. Yeah, I'll do twelve eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Bowden. <laughs> so anyway, eggs, it's not that bad, by the way, because he made me do it for Spartan. It's just but protein. It's not, actually, it's not actually bad. There's that video where someone. Did you see that video? Or... The guy with the massive tankard full of them. Yeah, yeah, the one I sent to you. I swear. <laughs> how many how many how many eggs did he do? I, I think, think it was like hundreds. Hundreds? What? It was it was he drank it was hundred and twenty raw eggs. 
Jesus. How fast? Well, the video is six minutes long, which... <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I thought you meant per, like, tank, and I was like, there weren't a hundred per one of No, those. no, no. That's, like, continuous chugging as well, then, for six minutes to get that much done. Well, I mean, I presume there was quite a lot of throwing up in between. Yeah, that. he definitely threw up. Like he had like five like liter sized tankards, and your stomach can only hold so much liquid at any one time. So, Jesus, Ew. I'm not gonna lie, I feel sorry for the guy because he's sort of doing this brand of YouTube, which sort of died ages ago. If you get me, oh, let's just do stupid shit. Yes, do stupid views. shit, get some views. Whereas like everyone else who's Doing that has stopped doing it. Because how many views did he even get? A hundred k views. That's not worth it, is it? It's no, it's really not. To be fair, is the ones where he eats cactuses get a few more views. Like the thing is, like I love that. That age of YouTube was amazing. Yeah, I, mean, I think I sort of got into it after it all finished, which is a bit sad. But how did we get onto this? Talk about cream eggs. It was you, raw eggs. Instead of cream eggs from Wish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, raw um, eggs. Um, interesting how the human brain works. Yeah, all his all his old videos have got quite a few views, but none of his recent ones, again, are getting loads. Poor guy. Bless him. Uh, yeah, I do feel a bit sorry for him because he just puts his body through this and he's not getting the amount of views he was getting like when he did Cactus, cactus Slam. <laughs> cactus <laughs> Body Slam. <laughs> It's like the guys who did the who did the Jackass films. They're doing a new one, and I, I just I hope to God it makes some money because imagine I, putting your body through that stuff. And then I think it again. will. Mm. I think the thing with Jackass, it's like it's like sort of it's it's like cultural icon almost. Like yeah, like they're the most famous for doing that kind of stuff, was, aren't they? It's really? of its time, and if they. You know how they've been putting like gimmicks on the last few films, like that uh, bad grandpa one and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I think if they do another just straight jackass film, I think people will watch it. Yeah, I think I would probably watch a new actual jackass film I because would. I have just fond memories of the of the original ones, like that challenge where they're um they're in the porta potty. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely horrendous. He gets catapulted, yeah. <laughs> oh, and the what? Oh, I've just thought my favourite one actually. Sorry, where they they go to a golf course in camouflage. They hide in the bushes with an air horn, and every time someone's about to take a swing, they like they fire the air horn off. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy ends up like he places a ball down, turns towards them because you can see him just starts twatting golf balls at them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some. There's some good ones like. There was that one, it was at the end of one of the movies where they he got one of the guys thought they were pulling a prank where they were gonna abduct someone from the uh, from like an airport and like he's like all in like sort of like terrorist garbs and stuff like that. Like <laughs> they shave they shave some of the people they didn't tell him, but they shave like their pubes and then they stick this pube on his face. <laughs> And then, like, they get the person there and it goes wrong. Like, they start calling the police or they, he pulls a gun on them or something like that. Like, something well <laughs> stupid. And he's absolutely shitting it, like... Well, you would be, though, wouldn't you? You would. Because it's not like... In a situation like that where you get a gun pulled on you, if you're, if you're in the military, say, you've been trained to how to react. If yeah. 
done at you, or at least how you should react ideally. Like, imagine Johnny Knoxville and somebody whacks out an AK-47 and it's like, no thank you. <laughs> how the yeah. fuck am I supposed to link Gentleman's Corner into Jackass? Well, we're going we're gonna to round... Absolutely so, no idea. So, yeah, that's that That was uh, Poison Candies, pretty much. I mean, it's not really... It's not really do you believe it or not. It's just it doesn't really it's happen. A, it's, a, it's a thing. It's a myth. It. It's a, it happens, but not as not as much as you'd like to believe, I think. Not regularly. You won't find a knife in your Twix this year. Do you you won't. <laughs> Blades and flares mandatory. <laughs> the ops. <laughs> um, yeah, best of luck linking that one, Walker. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. go. Gentleman's Corner. Hey. Great link. Great link. link right there. That's all I've got. Um, it's less gentleman's corner this week, actually, because everything I've got is female characters. Oh, lady was accidental. It, it's not some kind of female empowerment, but it could serve as that, I suppose. It's like the end of uh, Endgame when all the female characters turn up to beat Thanos. Exactly. And it wasn't and, at all. Uh, it didn't feel at all forced at all. Like <laughs> the they're all Halloween related as well. Well, something that you could go as to Halloween. All right, that counts. So the first one. Um, oh, if they're all going to be female, they better not all be just like slutty characters. Only like... one is a slutty character. <laughs> only yeah. one. Slutty is such it's a subjective a, word. It's a slutty nun after three rounds of three for six on VKs versus an, actu- an actual nun with the power of the Bible. Where has a slutty nun... Surely that's not a costume. I, I'm, a slutty I mean, nun is a thing. Front front room of sugar terrain. Um, live, live. I'm, I'm just sugar Alley is where costumes. it's happening. It's just all going down in Sugar Alley. I mean, this this is the sort of thing that religion was created to destroy. <laughs> this is so, nuns. so basically, this it's funny because the nun, the nun is the symbol of all that's holy, all that's pure. Obviously, virgin for virgin for life. Whereas the slutty nun is everything but opposite. The only common, the only thing they have in common is that they are both female and they are both wearing similar outfits. I don't think the real nun's going to be wearing a similar outfit to some of these lads. <laughs> Not well, to the slutty nun. No. I've got the same. They've got the same style. Well, they're both wearing <laughs> black and white. That's about yeah. it. <laughs> they both have a cross on them somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> Jesus, I, just, I just imagine like the girl, the slutty nun, has like face tats like Twenty One Savage, and he's, she's just got the cross <laughs> in the middle of her forehead, like <laughs> just under her eyelids. Yeah, yeah, you have it as a teardrop tattoo. Teardrop underneath, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, is the slutty nun a college netballer? Because she that would affect be. their ability to that would affect their ability to brawl. Uh, yeah, let's say yeah. I'm back in the slutty nun. A slutty nun. <laughs> I don't feel like there's any way. I mean, realistically, I say that would affect their ability to brawl, but it wouldn't change the result for me. A nun is meant to personify everything good about religion, supposedly. So like they're gonna be they're gonna be pacifists, surely. Maybe they could the convince the slutty nun to not attack and to embrace God. But would that win a fight in 
gentlemen or ladies, as we're going to call it for today, ladies' corner. Ladies' corner. corner. I don't know. We can't have a ladies' corner that finishes where they talk about their feelings and sort of fight to the death. That's literally... <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be so sexist. <laughs> like... So how can, I, how can I see this going? I think what's happened is um, if the, the, the girls fueled up on a few VKs, the slutty nun, and... She's done three rounds of three for six. So yeah. She's done nine VKs. And what, the what, woman, what? and the, the nun is... And they're all ice flavour as well. She's somehow figured out that the nun's got a threatening aura. She's going to go for the nun to start with. She's going to make the first the move. Nun. Yeah. Um, now, it's like, it's she's either going to protect herself. Maybe the power of God comes into play. Maybe the power of God just crushes the... Slutty nun. <laughs> oh. just gets down. Yeah, she just gets smited like lightning bolt comes down. That didn't even occur to me. I love that. Because <laughs> the nun does have the power of God on her side. She does. I think it, it would either go two ways. She's either gonna, or three ways. Pass fist. She's not gonna. She's just gonna wait till the bouncer comes. Because if he's in Sugar Alley, it's gonna. He's gonna be around somewhere. Um, the second too busy option banning is all the boys from sugar. she's too busy she, kicking out all the rookie guys. She's outraged for what the slutty nun um, stands for, and there's everything she thinks there's everything wrong with society. You say that, but slutty nuns, slutty nuns can be quite convincing. So, what if the actual nun becomes the very thing she sought to destroy? What she becomes a stripper or something like that. She like, becomes and... a slutty nun in the process. What a, a boo falls out or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe both. Getting both I would out. Like to, I'd like to reinforce again the idea that I'm not satisfied with either one of them converting the other to their style. No, no. <laughs> like, right. So can one. You please give us to who's going to clap the other one first. One has to die. I think the third option of God, God smiting down the the slutty nun is the is the one. I think that's the most satisfying option. I don't think that's what would happen. I hate, I hate to say it, but I think the slutty nun's going to win this, this, this duel. Is God going to let down the actual nun? Well, I mean, that depends on whether or not you think God's real. Well, the if nun does. It's a test of her faith. The slutty nun clearly doesn't think that, so it's, it's a test of her faith as well, I guess. She's the Antichrist. I, I just can't see past the slutty nun on the, on the ice VKs. It's a powerful concoction. The netball as well. She'd be pivoting a lot and swinging. Plant one Aggressive. Fault. Swing. Yeah. Plucky. I think the... Uh, the thing about the power of God, though, it makes it a bit more interesting. Like, but would God strike someone down? That's what I was going to say. Isn't the whole thing about forgiveness? And turning the other cheek. So is he just going to let I it guess happen? So. And... And let his nun get battered, and then hope that the slutty nun asks for forgiveness the day after when she's sobered up. I have just thought of something though. Would the actual nun, because she she knows she's led a a, a good and pure life under the teachings of Jesus Christ, would she sacrifice just have, herself? Well, would she have no fear of death because she's going to embrace God when she gets there? Therefore, just fight like a madman. She goes. Go in. Sicko mode. Yeah. 
I think what needs to happen is we need to get a slutty nun and a nun on the show to fight it out. We're slowly getting right. a hell of a fight card. Peter Crouch. Who game. knows a nun? Uh, I don't know a nun. I'm pretty sure we could, we could get hold of a slutty nun easy enough. Easy. We've got oh, contacts. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Easy enough. But an actual nun is a lot harder. Somebody ring up the Catholic Church. <laughs> Vatican about. We'll get the Pope on as a guest next week. <laughs> Pope from Who's Cars. The Pope. Pope from Cars 2. <laughs> <laughs> that's that is a that is a hell of a discovery you know finding out that the pope exists in the cars universe it was from it was from reddit so it wasn't my fault but ever since i found out yeah that 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 question has been troubling me ever since what was the question well so the story goes so the pope exists so in cars 2 i think i believe it is because that's the one where they go around the world the yeah. pope the pope is a character in Cars, basically. Yeah. So the Pope's a character in the Cars universe. That means that Catholicism is a thing in the Cars universe. That means, following on from that, that Jesus existed in the Cars universe. So what type of car would Jesus be in the Cars universe? Ooh. (laughs) I think that has to be the title this week, by the way. What type of car would Jesus be? I don't know what. Ooh, how does it even work? Because because of technology and that. Would he be a really humble car? Because obviously he was a carpenter. So would it be wooden cart? Would he just be wooden? Yeah, (laughs) he'd just be a cart with wheels and a bit of hair. I have to try and find the Reddit post because it was uh, there were some good suggestions on there. I'm going to Google what car would Jesus be. Oh, I've got what car would Jesus drive. Yeah, what car was... Oh, I found it. If Jesus were a car in the car universe, what G- what car would he be? This is in Christian memes. He would be a Jesus Chry- Chrysler. That's awful. Oh, God. That's, that's awful. so poor. That's this so isn't the, poor. This isn't the original post, by the way. I'm going back. Um, yeah, it's all it's all just like, what, G- what car would Jesus drive? I've had someone suggest that he'd drive a Nissan Micra. I'm not sure on what basis. I also don't agree. Are they, are they eco-friendly? Are they the electric ones? Um, I would... That's a Toyota Yaris, isn't it? Or is it... I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty... I pretty think you drive an electric eco-friendly Nissan Micra. Drive a Tesla. But do you not think he'd have to drive something like well-impressive and flash just to get people's attention nowadays? Like, yeah, I don't know, a Bugatti Veyron or a... Or a Lamborghini. Yeah, probably. Hmm. A limo. A Hummer limo. A G-Wagon. As we just start saying the names <laughs> of cars without any context now. <laughs> we'll come back to that on a, on a future week. What car would Jesus drive? Let, let's open let's it get up. Back to the, the, let's get back to the slutty nun. Send, send your <laughs> suggestions to the email. What car would Jesus drive? Or what car would Jesus be in the Cars universe? Yeah, we'll we'll link the email in the in the description. Also, if you don't want to email us because you're not a boomer, then DM us on the the web. Yeah, I've, I've never checked the email since I made it. I bet we have at least one email from Instagram telling us to to go and like some stupid. Yeah, things. there'll be a load of spam we in there. Probably got an email from Google. You would imagine so. So yeah, I think the uh, 
I think a slutty nun would win. God if God, if God doesn't, if God doesn't intervene, that is. Oh my God, we've actually got an email. We have Nicholas an email. Hildebrand. What's oh, it saying? It's, it's addressed to Dodzy. Hi, Thomas. My name is Nicholas, and I reached out because of your podcast. I'm the founder of Audrey, whatever that is, where we help podcast creators partner up with each other to grow their audiences jointly. We've been building a free platform to connect like-minded creators for cross-promotions and partnerships. We would love to have you and where's Johnny on board? Oh. Ooh. Uh, we'll look into that. Ooh. To be fair, ever since I put that I was a podcast host on my LinkedIn, I've been getting like loads of people sending me like messages and stuff, and I'm like, I can't be arsed with them. Not gonna lie. You've probably never listened to the podcast, so why 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 am I talking to you? We only need true fans. Only fans. Lonely fans. Lonely yes. fans. I still actually think that the uh, the pod should have an ironic OnlyFans page. No nudity, nothing like that. None of that. You can dress up as a slutty nun. Yeah, we'll put we'll put Dodsy in a slutty nun costume. Oh god! <laughs> no, you've got modelling experience now. After the tanked up, you can do it. Uh, I t- I tell you what, if the pod ever gets an OnlyFans and we can get hold of a slutty nun costume big enough to fit me, I will wear one. I think that can be done quite easily. Hmm. But I'm not just talking about we just get an OnlyFans. I'm talking about an OnlyFans with a with a, with a bountiful subscribers. Yes. Option. Uh, there'll be no face involved because I'm I'm not a moron. We we all know how that works. No face, no case. No face, no case. You'd anyway, have no, you'd have no career if that ended up out like. Oh yeah, no. yeah. That, <laughs> that that would absolutely ruin me. Um, back to the the idea of the slutty nun versus the actual nun. Dodzy, you went with slutty nun didn't you? Yes. I'm also going slutty nun because I don't believe in the power of God fixing this up. I'm no. also going with a slutty nun. Round and then for the, the, the slutty nun. nun to beg for forgiveness the day after. Should we give I the see. slutty nun uh, some snaps? Just to... Some snaps for the slutty nun. Oh, that's a throwback, isn't it? Right back Episode to the start. One. We've hit double figures now. Episode one, ten. 10. Bloody hell. Here's to the next 90 so we get to 100. It's actually an achievement, to be fair. We've, we've managed to make it to double it figures. Most podcasts die we've actually like kept, three episodes. Kept it going. Yeah, I'm quite most, proud of us. From what I've seen, most... I don't know if this is just, like, stuff. Like, just, like, marketing talk. But, yeah, apparently most, most podcasts die after three uh, three series. So we're doing quite well. Three uh, episodes, sorry. We're steps ahead. Steps ahead. Steps ahead. What's the next uh, matchup then, Alex? So, similar to when you did the the Roald Dahl Royal Rumble, doing a a Disney princess Royal Rumble because a lot of people dress up as Disney princesses on Halloween. Mm. Um, there are twelve Disney princesses, but for obvious reasons, some are being taken out. So, uh, Sleeping Beauty, Sleeping Beauty's gone because she's just going to be asleep. She's going to be asleep. She's going to get done. Yeah, Ariel's gone. Because she can only fight in water and no one else can. Um, Mulan's gone because she would just kill everyone. Yeah. Um, the one off Brave is gone because she's got a bow and arrow and that's a bit unfair. Yeah. We're having a Disney Princess Royal Rumble where the best fighters are all eliminated. Yes. Surely, if, 
if Ariel's too B-tech to survive on land, she should just be allowed to die like the flipper she is. No. Give, give, give her a glorious death. Exactly, because she can stay in water and get killed by something else. So we've got okay. Snow White, not armed with her seven dwarfs. Cinderella. <laughs> I just thought of a new one because of the water. <laughs> Who'd win? Ariel versus the Megalodon. <laughs> Surely that's She's a dead. contest. <laughs> Ariel's <laughs> dead. Right, that's an honourable death. Ariel is gone. Sacrificed. Right. Snow White, none of the seven dwarfs. Cinderella. Okay. Belle off Beauty and the Beast. Jasmine off Aladdin. Uh, Pocahontas, although that might be a bit unfair, but she's in anyway. Tiana, I don't know who that is. She's off the Princess and the Frog, apparently. Rapunzel and Moana. And the fight is on land, so Moana cannot control the sea. That's fine. Right. Um, I'm having to think. I think Snow White has the dwarves as support, but they're not allowed to fight. They're just allowed to cheer. Just doing the cheer on the side. Yeah. I think one of them's going to have to go because it's the rule of six. Well, two of them will have to go. Well, hang on. Well, if this is a fight to the death, can we say that it's a business occasion so that they can slightly bend around the rule of six? And they'll just socially distance if they're not in the fight. I mean, none of them exist in this real universe. They all exist in the Disney universe, so... Coronavirus isn't the thing because money in the Disney universe, so... Um... Well, okay. But they all have to wear face masks regardless. That seems fair. That seems fair. I feel like... I know the least about Tiana, so on the basis of that alone, I'm eliminating her. She's she gone. just kisses a frog, doesn't she? Yeah. Anyone I'd say she's a... gone. Well, anyone who's a massive fan of Princess and the Frog and wants to say that actually she clap all the other Disney princesses then fair enough, out of pure ignorance alone I'm going to eliminate her Rapunzel's got long hair and if you've ever watched women's rugby tackles go wrong, you pull someone's ponytail and they've stacked it I feel like Could she use the hair as a weapon and strangle people with it? Is she allowed to braid it beforehand? Like, Can she make it almost like a like a rope, like a truncheon? She can do what she likes with it if she's allowed strangle to strangle people with weapon, it, she can put knots in it and use them as whips. Well, that's the thing that would change a lot because if it was just her hair as normal, then that's going to be a hindrance. But if she can like properly braid and plait it, then that could be that a fairly could, that weapon. could hurt. That could hurt it a could, bit, couldn't it? I'm not sure you could whip someone to death with it, but you could certainly d- defend yourself and then get within kicking distance. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Pocahontas is probably in with a fairly good shout, given that she's not had to live the life of ease and luxury that some of the other princesses have. Battle-hardened. Exactly. She's got a bit of grit yeah. about it. I respect that. Does Jasmine get the flying carpet? Um, only as moral support if the Snow White doesn't get her seven dwarves. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. That's and fair. Belle doesn't have the beast. That was my next question. <laughs> that, that, that would be, be very heavy. unfair. Just, <laughs> just the beef with the beast. Bell winner by default, no contest. I think um, the final two will be Moana and Bell from Beauty and the Beast. So, what order would you reckon they go out in? Does who's the weakest? So we've we've eliminated Tiana. Tiana's who... gone. Yeah. 
Uh, I think um, Cinderella's gone. Actually, is Cinderella gone? Cinderella go because she she's had to put up with all the all the housework she's, again. She's battled yeah. hard, and she's got the glass. She's got the glass slippers, so she can easily break them and make a make a shank pretty easily. Like that's, that's true. I was thinking. She she could be in for the long run. Cinderella mm. could. Well, not if, last, not if it lasts after 12. That's the thing. How long ever... Depends how long the match goes on. She's gone after 12, like... Nah, the venue the venue closes at 10. Okay, yeah. that's fair enough. What about Snow White? I think you can't underestimate the impact of a home crowd. But I just... I don't see that she has any sort of aggression behind her. No. no. She's too nice. I and mean, she could call upon some birds, but they're not really going to do much. Equally, having the dwarfs there, one of them might throw in the towel. I mean, they did it with Deontay Wilder and pulled him out earlier. Mm. So, what if one of the dwarfs just loves her so much that she does? She does look after them all, doesn't she? She does. Yeah. They, so if they, they see them like getting getting beat, they're going to want to protect her the best they can. I feel, I feel like they pull Snow White out. You know, I feel like Tiana goes first, and then Rapunzel's beating Snow White up, and. I don't know. Just because they I throw in the towel. Them. Yeah, we'll go with Dopey throws in the towel. Mm-hmm. He, didn't, he didn't quite understand what was going on. Because he doesn't understand what's going on, exactly. So Snow White's out. Tiana's out. Which then leaves Rapunzel, Moana, Pocahontas, Belle, Jasmine, Cinderella. Who's the weakest of those remaining six? Probably Jasmine. Jasmine. It's getting clapped. Yeah, I agree. Jasmine or Belle? No, I think Belle's got quite a lot she's she's got a bit more than some of the other um some of the other opponents are we talking emma watson bell or cartoon bell because if it's emma watson bell cartoon bell cartoon bell yeah she's got to go emma watson bell could stick around but yeah cartoon bell's out doesn't want to jasmine's gone bell's gone Cinderella, Pocahontas, Rapunzel, and Moana. We've not said much about and Moana. Moana. She's mm. kind of coasted through to here. Why did you think she'd make the final two, Dodzu? She's she's just got a bit more about her, you know. She's like I feel she's got like she's got the the fighting skills as well. She is. Does basically... she have fighting skills though? Because she didn't actually fight in Moana. But she's very persuasive. She managed to convince a demigod to come and fight for her. Which, yeah, yeah, and she does have good leadership skills. She does, maybe. May and be. she is smart. She could convince the other princesses to gang up on other people before her, and then make it to the final two. And in one-on-one combat, anyone could win. Yeah, yeah. I think Cinderella's gone next. How how big a shank could you make out of a glass slipper? Like feasibly, if you stab, forgetting about that. Would somebody then have enough time to clap you on on the head before well, you could reshiv them? It depends how it works. So there's four left. So I assume there's two fighting each other and then the other two are fighting each other. So if you, well, you put Cinderella all... against Rapunzel, then Rapunzel could keep a distance with her hair so the shank wouldn't happen. I think she'd get a sizable shank out of a glass slipper, I'm not going to lie. What size? Yeah, but how big? Got? How big are the heels? Mm, 
I still think she's getting a sizable shank. Like, if it's going, if you think about it, if you could get like a blade running from like the her heel all the way to the tip of her toes, like, like for the base, if you get me, that's pretty big. Yeah, but Rapunzel's hair is very, very, very long. Apparently, Cinderella would wear a size four and a half shoe. So I'm not oh. sure how big a shank she's getting out of that. It's quite a small shank. Shank is a shank, though. Unless it, she's wearing like drag queen size heels. But Rapunzel could keep her at distance. And I feel like they'd recognize that Cinderella had a, a fatal weapon with her. And so. Gang Rapunzel, up on her. Yeah, she could hold her, hold her back and then Pocahontas goes in for the, for the assassination. Um, so I'm eliminating Cinderella for me. I think she's gone because of the, the, the triple threat of Pocahontas, R- Rapunzel, and Moana ganging up on her. Mm. Which then just leaves those three to go. So you need to convince one person to team with you and you're basically into the final now. Yeah. I feel like... Well, Moana and Pocahontas, like, they're both daughters of, of tribal people. Mm. So maybe they'll they'll relate on some kind of tribal level. But then I wouldn't count Rapunzel out. She's been locked in a tower for most of her life. She's got some pent-up aggression. Yeah, it's all well, being that... released in this one fight. I think that makes her weak, so... It's too emotive. Yeah. I agree. I think that if you if you go in organs blazing, it's going to be okay when there's enough other fights going on that you're... Yeah. But... And to be fair, she's probably knackered. She spent most of her time in a tower. She's not getting much, much exercise. Yeah, her cardio is going to be low because there's only so many times you can circle the top room of a tower. Okay, Rapunzel's out. Pocahontas versus Moana in a, in a, in a final battle. I think it's Pocahontas, is she older? She's definitely taller. She's got the reach. She's got the real world experience. How old was Pocahontas? Well, they only lived I... to like thirty in those uh, in those times, didn't they? Oh, it's giving me an actual real Pocahontas. Pocahontas character. That's what I want. Because I'm pretty confident she's meant to be fairly young, isn't she? Yeah. She's like so between twenties and thirties, I think, or even younger. Right. Pocahontas is five foot seven. Mulan is five foot four. But how tall's Moana? Oh yeah, I don't know what hang on, let me find out. Oh unknown. Unknown. What? No, it's not. She's five eleven. Wow. Moana is tall. So she's actually got the reach over Pocahontas. Yeah. She's got the reach. And I think she's she's more well built than Pocahontas. Yeah, she is. Yeah, now that now that Disney have started embracing more normal body images. Yeah, more but no, I was that's what I was gonna say. She's got a more normal body type, that's why she's You know what? That height changes everything because this is just a one on one scrap and mm-hmm. reach so much in a fight. The reach makes a difference. And I imagine that Moana's probably got a good ground game. Yeah. Did you, you think did you... Moana's a Pacific Islander as well. That yeah. helps. She's and got she's some serious she, grit about her. She's clearly strong as well because she had to deal with steering. Well, she's a Pacific her. Islander. She's bound mm-hmm. to be strong. Well, I was avoiding the the generic stereotypes of all islanders are units and going with the fact that she was able to sail a boat on the open sea on her own when she's still a teenager. She's got intuition, is what you say. Yep, yeah, I'm going more that she's a Pacific Islander, and all Pacific Island rugby players are huge compared to the average rugby player. The question is, is Moana related to Manitoulagi or any of the two Lagis? No. No. I don't think we can apply the rugby player analogy then. 
Mm-hmm. But I still think that Moana's going to win that. I reckon she's definitely got a better ground game than Pocahontas, and the height changes everything for me. Yeah. Any objections, Walker? None at all. Neither. I like that one, you know? I thought it was, I thought it was a good, good one, that one. Yeah. Uh, so Moana's is from Hawaii, Tonga, or Tahiti. That's one of them ones. It's the Pacific Ocean, anyway. So she could easily be related to a Vinopola. Or Big Ben Temafuna. Exactly. And all 230,000 stone of them. She's won. She's got it. Snaps, snaps from Moana. I think that's a, I think that's a very respectful and uh, a very respectful and impressive win from, from Moana, really, there. It honest. is. To fight her way through. She's come out the other side. You have to honour it, really. Final bit planned, sticking to the Halloween theme, and something that we, we did try to do before, unpopular opinions. So I want your hey. Halloween unpopular opinion. Halloween unpopular opinion. It's not that good. Give your unpopular opinion. That's, the opinion can't be, it's not good. It's not good. Something specific <laughs> about it. Why can't it be that it's not good? Too big. Too Tackles big. too many issues. I want to know what makes it not good. What don't you like about it? Well, I mean, to be fair, we kind of covered mine earlier and that trick or treating should just be called treating. Yes, I agree with that. There's no tricks in the United Kingdom and I think it's blatant misrepresentation. I haven't got anything more I think, to I don't know. I think... Uh, I don't really know how to word it, but one of my unpopular opinions is that Halloween has become... Halloween has become too much about dressing up and it's not about scary shit anymore. Like, people people just dress up with whatever they want. Like, when you were younger, you dressed up as, like, a skeleton or a ghost or a witch or something. But now you can dress up as anything you want. I'm not necessarily saying that's a bad thing, but... You can also add the word slutty in front of anything and that's a legitimate costume. Yeah. Mm. Literally anything. Well, I don't know. A, a slutty chair. Slutty SpongeBob. I bet that exists. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. Also, a good title name, Slutty SpongeBob. We're drawing a, a certain a crowd. Slutty SpongeBob. Yes, there is a Slutty SpongeBob. Uh... Oh Christ! It's that. There's like uh There's like some ones. It's not exactly like SpongeBob. It's like a girl wearing a SpongeBob top, and then she's got like a really short skirt on, which is like the brown trousers. Oh yeah, I, I've I've got one of those up now. I've, I've just uh, just googled it. To be so, fair, the best one is when you know when Patrick has like the tight the he has like fishnet tights on and the boots. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a picture of someone dressed up with the fishnet tights and the boots as Patrick, which is quite good. I have to respect that though. That's I good. The thing is, that's that's humorous. That is that's within the spirit of things. So mm. I think I think I think I'm okay with that. But the slutty SpongeBob I think's a bit bit over the top personally. It's a bit, it's a bit too far. It is. And it's a good Christian podcast. I can't support that Christian Minecraft server. What's your <laughs> unpopular opinion, Walker? Um, I didn't think of one. Oh, so you you berated Dodsies for not being wide enough, but you've not even got one yourself. Yeah, there's some really bad slutty costumes here. Like, like what? There's a I don't know which one it is, but there's a slutty. You know, I think it's Eric from Eric and Ernie from the. Uh, from Sesame Street, there's a woman who's dressed up as him. It's uh, rather what? disturbing. I think what? I think there's one there's one here. She's trying to be a slutty Nemo, but 
Oh, I'm not sure. You know what? Actually, Dodzy, I'm I'm with you. I think probably I share your unpopular opinion that Halloween used to be about scary things, and it is just not now. It's just a big costume party. It is a costume. Yeah. <laughs> there's a guy wearing like there's a there's a huge like a quite a sizable guy wearing like a la- like a latex uh, one like onesie sort of s- s- smear suit. Um, <laughs> Dark Spider-Man pictures, fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, there's plenty of slutty nuns, but yeah, I think slutty nuns are a thing. So, so Halloween is like, it's all about the, it's all about the scary shit, really. And yes, I don't, I think some of the costumes that people come up with are really, really good costumes, really quite funny sometimes. Like, however, the premise of halloween was like scary shit it wasn't it's in my in my opinion it's not just um it's not just dressing up yeah well, you can dress up any night of the year it doesn't have yes. to be halloween. like people go as the beatles like yes one of them is dead potentially two are dead but that doesn't make them scary potentially two are dead <laughs> it's a the origins of Halloween, it's a time dedic- dedicated to remembering the dead. Okay. Is it? Is it? Yes, apparently. Oh. So the whole Wikipedia. history of Halloween has been forgotten, basically. And is now just, oh, I want sweets the and West... I want to dress like a slut. The Eve of Western Christian Feast of All, Hall- All Hallows' Eve. Right. That's quite nice. That we've, managed to, we've managed to end with something educational. Hmm. A surprising was that... turn. <laughs> was that that you just did mm. then? It sounded, sounded like Yoda. Speaking of Yoda, I'm actually really tempted to buy uh, Lego Star Wars, the, com- the complete saga. Yeah, that's a shout. But it's expensive, though. No, I'll have a look on Steam now. I don't think it's that expensive. I bought the new FIFA and I've already spent far too much money on it. I have not yet got the new FIFA. It's I don't really not have that anything to good. It's buy. just it's FIFA twenty in disguise, but through balls are shit. Through balls are shit. Honestly, they just ruin how to score goals every year. But it gets worse. That might just be the fact that I've got Vardy and Dominic Calvert Lewin up front, and neither of them can pass. Yeah, but <laughs> Vardy should Vardy should be enough. Like that should be okay. Yeah, Vardy's good, but Calvert Lewin's crap. Calvert Lewin's pretty cracked at the moment. Yeah, well, it's his player of the month. And everything's good apart from his passing and his dribbling. Because he so can't get involved goals, like... in any build-up. How much is it, Dodds? Have you found it? I haven't found it yet. Um, Steam takes forever to like load up. Once it's going, it runs quite fast, but it does slow your computer right down. Oh yeah, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog Two is free at the minute. I think. I won't be getting that game. Woo! Um, what am I looking for? Uh, so I'm just thinking about Sonic the Hedgehog Two now. Maybe you should get it. Might be your sort of game. Oh, it's like 15 quid at the minute. What, Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah. I've already got it. I, I downloaded it last week. Oh, right. <laughs> I didn't register that if you told me. No, I didn't tell you when we were talking about games the other day. Yeah, it's like £15. I thought it'd be less than that, to be fair. But, no, oh well. It's a good, it's a full game. Because I got like the original two. trilogy, but it's on disc, so I can't, I can't play it, obviously, on my laptop which doesn't have a disk drive so oh can you not buy you can buy an external one yeah and then yeah it, it could plugs do. in for usb doesn't it 
But I don't know how prob- expensive that would be. I'm probably going to sell it, though. I'm probably just going to... I did a clear out recently, and I've got, I've got a load of stuff to sell. I've got this hat to sell, which is... I'm not sure how much the price it is on eBay. I've seen... Like, I bought it ages ago. It's 30... For, like, 30 quid, maybe? And the reason I'm selling it, it just doesn't fit my head. But it's buying this... That is, what? I've got a big head. Right? <laughs> um, it's by a designer brand called para by para that's what they're called um and i've seen the only time i've seen this hat on sale it was 150 dollars what Jeez. well it's they obviously don't sell it anymore because it was like a a timed piece but i reckon i could get at least 50 quid for it but i'm not sure yes i think that'd be good going to get 50 quid for it yeah because i haven't actually worn it that much it's still second hand though yeah but people still buy like Second hand stuff for like loads. We'll just have to see. We can but hope. Only we should probably bring this to a close. To yeah. Like, we've been yeah. we've been recording for like a good a good while. Like two hours, two and a half hours. We definitely haven't been recording for two and a half hours because we were on call for ages before. Oh, yeah, it's true. Uh, Not really sure how to wrap it up now. Just wrap it up with something bold and exciting and then we'll edit it down so that it fits nicely at the end of bold and exciting. exciting. Trick or um, treat. Trick or, or treat. Don't end it like that. <laughs> trick, or, trick or treat. Hey. <laughs> Would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Oh, you see, that's quite a good ending. Use it. Edit it in. Just say thanks for us. Thanks for recording again and then we'll see you all in the next episode or something like that thanks for recording again listening yeah that works too i'll do it now all right thank you for listening again and we'll see you next time bye that was shocking by the way that was awful i'm not doing it i'm not doing it again i think you could do i'm not doing i'd like to hear you do it again (laughs) well (laughs) Fuck off, I'm not doing it. Bye. Bye.